Girl, I can do bad all by myself. I see she wearing a ring. I wonder if what she got is real. I'm just gonna do me. How about you just do you? Oh, I didn't even sign up for this. What is the state of your union? Another easy day. This is B-Notes. Hey, hey, and this is Ruby J all day. Let's talk marriage. Hello, what's going on, everybody? This is Ruby J. And B-Notes. And this is State of Your Union. This podcast, this episode is entitled No Father's Day. And that's without an apostrophe S. And it's really focusing on not having a father in families today and how many people are facing that challenge and the holiday of of Father's Day is just really not relevant for them. So we want to talk about what that looks like from fathers that aren't necessarily being and playing an active role in, in their child's life. And then from the point of view of people who are dealing with fathers just not being around. So before we go any further, let's stop. And uh, let's pray. If your spouse is nearby, why don't you grab their hand? Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for life, health, and strength. We pray that you would be glorified in today's message. And as we dive into this lesson, we pray that you would reveal to us the secrets of what you have to say. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we want to um, pull up our Bibles and turn to Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22b, which reads a good, I'm sorry, actually Proverbs 13, verse 22a, which reads a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So let's talk about the overall discussion that we really want to have. We want to talk about MIA fathers and again, what that looks like from the father's perspective, but also the children, many of which are, are adults many times. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, so the first one would be the letter M. And uh, why don't you tell us what M stands for? So missing, right? Missing, missing in action. M is for, for missing. And just not making an, a concerted effort to play a role in your child's life. Right. So missing and missing can be for any reason. It could be from uh, a parent who um, is deceased, um, as well as uh, divorce or uh, drugs or so on and so forth. There could be a myriad of reasons. Um, But ultimately, the father is not physically present in the home. Um, now, how that uh, relates to uh, us on the o- other side of that is the question then becomes is if the father is missing, um, you know, from a male perspective, I-, I can say that when a father is not around, um, that means that you have to learn what your self-worth is. On your own, there there can be some feeling that that you're not worthy. Um, the question always comes up, especially if um, 
you know, in a situation where maybe the father has gone on to have another family um, or it's just MIA, but it's still alive. Um, the question then becomes, why don't they love me enough to want to be in my life or to want to get to know me? Um, it can also manifest in a situation where, uh, you know, you're teaming up with the wrong crowd, whether it be gangs, whether it be bad influences, um, as a male, uh, it, it, it could go towards a myriad of ways, uh, like that. And then it could manifest in pushing unhealthy boundaries. Uh, something small and similar may be, uh, as it relates to that, maybe, um, you know, hanging out with the wrong crowd and, and, and getting on the freeway and, you know, punching your car 95, 100 miles an hour. That, that's an unhealthy boundary. And, and so um, it may be, uh, you know, drug abuse or drug use. Um, it could it could manifest itself in in sexual uh, orientation and, and that sort of thing. And so um, that that's that's kind of the things that I took away from uh, this lesson for men. What, what, what about you, Jay? Well, and just to add to that, I mean, you know, all the things that you described could certainly happen if a if if a father is in place. Um, you know, the last thing that you said is, would you say sexual orientation, like confusion around that? <clears throat> Certainly, I think that many people, you know, men would look to their, their earthly fathers for uh, an example of what being a man or a male looks like. Yeah, what a godly man. Is a godly man looks like. Um, I think from a woman's perspective, not having a father around, you know, can cause women to look in an unhealthy place for love, you know, um, constantly searching for just anyone to give them some sort of attention. And it doesn't necessarily have to be healthy attention, just seeking attention in, in unhealthy ways. Um, secondly, is looking for validation in men. You know, how can I make sure that a man looks at me or, you know, tells me that I'm pretty? You know, maybe that, you know, to, to a particular person that's going through this, maybe it feels like, you know, for them to not wear a lot of clothing, you know, show more skin, you know, get more men's attention that way. And the more attention you get, they feel, to, you know, they're they're validated as a person. So, again, very unhealthy thoughts and actions. I mean, then, you know, we talked about this in earlier episodes, just the whole independent woman. I think there's validity to that, but I think it can go too far left when women are saying, you know, I don't need a man. I can do everything on my own. I didn't have a daddy. He wasn't there for me. And look how far I made it. I'm this, I'm that. And, you know, again, that's, that can be unhealthy sort of behavior. So the missing part of MIA is, is that all of these things can manifest, as you said, from a male's perspective, as well as a female's perspective. Yeah, in an unhealthy way. Now, I um, and MIA, let's talk about that next. Um, 
that is when your father is in your life, but is not consistently present or is not pouring into you as a child. Yeah, you know, sort of like in and out, like like double dutch, you know, one minute, you know, they're there for like the birthdays, maybe. Um, and so just very little interaction, very little connection and engagement. And I think that again, it can lead both males and females into thinking, why does this person not feel like I am good enough for them to invest all of their time in to really work towards a long lasting, meaningful relationship? Um, so it, it causes insecurity and self-doubt, just unhealthy emotions all around. You're, you're absolutely right. Now, I want to just kind of poke the bear here when I say this, but um, as far as a, a father being physically present for the letter I, they are physically there, um, but they are not making a contribution to the well-being of the family. Uh, and so as I poke the bear here, I just want to go into the realm of uh, is a new age thing now of gaming. And so, uh, man, if you're out there and, uh, you know, I, I'm an avid lover of video games as well. You're out there and, and you know that this is an issue where um, you struggle you may need to put the video games down, turn them off, box them up, and uh, and and fast. Yeah, fast and pray about yes. it, um, because video gaming uh, is the new thing that is stealing our attention as men and causing us to uh, be visibly present. But distracted. But extremely distracted. Extremely distracted. No, that's a good one. That really is. And, you know, in my discussions with so many wives, that's one of the things that comes up very, um, quite often. Just, you know, so I would just say, and it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, fathers that do this. But, you know, because this is no Father's Day episode. But if, if anyone is finding that they're being consumed uh, where you're, you're spending more than a couple of hours a day, even that, but a couple of hours a day gaming, then that means there's something else is going undone. There's some um, thing that is is missing in how much you're interacting with your children. So definitely, and, and you know, we we talked about this before. Be knows that you know Satan when he was in heaven, he was what minister of music. Yeah. So he's all about entertainment and you know, flashing lights and how can he distract you? And I think gaming can sometimes, if not, if it's not um, handled in a healthy way, can be Satan's main line of defense for distracting the head of the house yeah. and, and and even the women. You're right about that. And so um, lastly, real quick, just want to touch on the A and MIA, and that is action action plan. So if you are still breathing as a father and you're, you're listening to this, if you're still breathing, then there is still time. There is still hope. You can still fight for your family, no matter 
how old or young your child is, there is still time. And so it is not too late. Here are the three things you need to do. A, apologize. A, ask for forgiveness. A, activate the action plan. Action, action, action. What is action plan? Action plan is don't talk about it. Be about it. It's not enough to say once, twice, three times, I'm sorry. It's time for stop, stop verbalizing it and start walking it out. So what if, what if, you know, Binos, what if there's a father listening and, you know, he has been absent maybe from his, his child's life and, you know, he tried to connect two years ago and there was just a lot of tension and anger and, you know, the child just basically rejected him. What do you, what would you say to a father that experienced that? You know, I would say first and foremost, congratulations on taking the first step. But once is not going to do it, um, especially if you're talking about years of resentment, years of frustration, years of anger. That, that's going to take an enormous amount of time, enormous amount of action, whether it's praying uh, for your child and just asking God to open up a door. And then when the opportunity arises, capitalizing on it, no matter how small, if it's, hey, you know, um, you're the only parent uh, available for that child at this point to sign a permission slip for a field trip and you find a way to pack a, a, a sack lunch, any kind of thing to, to show action towards you being serious about seeking forgiveness, but, but not all, only seeking forgiveness, but walking it out. And when you say sometimes um, the, the initial rejection could be just a child seeing how dedicated that parent, that father really is. About reconnecting. I, I would say that. I would say that. And so um, expect rejection. You should you should expect rejection. Um, you should expect it to be difficult because, um, you know, there have been there may have been so many opportunities or, or times where the child expected you to be there and you weren't there. You said you were going to be there or maybe you didn't say uh, but the child just expected you to be there. And now they've closed that option away from you. And so you have to chisel away at the ice until you get them to open it back up. And then once it's open, you need to work just as hard to keep it open. Yeah. And you said something really important, which is praying, praying that the Lord will soften their heart and um, give them that feeling that they they want to reconnect. So definitely um, something, a lot of good information, um, lots of people going through this. And again, you know, missing, you're missing. And we, we are saying child, but, you know, oftentimes we're, we're talking, this is stuff that's happened over decades, right? So we're talking about adults that have now started possibly raising their own children and they still have that um, disconnect with their father, right? So 
Um, definitely, if, like you said, a good point. If you're still breathing, there's still an opportunity to connect with your child. Yep. And one quick uh, last comment before we take a quick break is they will always be your child. And so yeah. it's important that you keep that in mind. But you also uh, remember that once they turn 18, they're an adult. And so um, your role as a parent kind of shifts from uh, telling them what to do to being more of a, a counselor, uh, a guide, a role model, and, and, and so uh, and a confidant. And so you just need to make sure that you understand where you're at in the spectrum when you're trying to get back into the picture so that you handle it uh, in an appropriate fashion. Well said. Well said. So we're going to take this time to take a quick break. We've got a lot more to cover. So hang in there with us. We'll be right back. OK, welcome back. Um, before the break, we talked about fathers who are MIA and we walk through the meaning of those that acronym. And so now what we want to do is move to move our discussion to the child's perspective. Yeah, right? those of us who are who have experienced a father not being around. Right. Um, and so for that acronym, we have AIM. So AIM. So you got what we did there, we flipped that name, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the A um, in AIM. And so again, it is about changing your perspective. And, and the, the A is acceptance and, and making sure that we're, we're looking for acceptance in, in a healthy way. We're looking towards Christ Jesus who created us, who's equipped us with what we need, and we get our acceptance through him. Right. Now, um, as we turn to the word of God found in Psalm 68, verse 5a, it says, a father of the fatherless and a judge for the widows. It's talking about God um, and he is the holy habitation. So that's, again, that's Psalm 68, verse 5. Um, simply put, God will feel the gap that the parent that the father has left behind. And it's important that we know that. Um, and it's also good news. Yeah. Um, and, and with that, we can accept what has happened in the past and we can look forward to what God has for us in the future. Let's talk about uh, the letter I. Letter I is for being intentional, uh, being intentional about diving into God's word and getting that intimate relationship with him that is that can't be even filled by our earthly fathers. There is a place that is just for our relationship with God. But in developing that and being intentional about the development of that, it really does fulfill us across every area of our lives. Well, one of the roles that fathers play is they provide instruction. That's also a 
starting with the letter I. Yeah, I see and, what you did. Yeah, yeah, just playing off of you a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so let's talk about uh, what happens when a father is not there. Then God, of course, he never leaves his children uh, lacking. And so turn to St. John chapter 14, verse 26. And so we sit, we hear and see here that it says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. And so we see here that uh, God fills that instruction um, by sending the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So the gap in instruction is definitely filled uh, by the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and you're right, that that's great news. So then moving on to the M and AIM, and that is meaningful. And so just to, to know, again, it's good news that just because you have had the challenge of not having an earthly father doesn't mean that your life doesn't have meaning. You still have the meaningful life that God created you to have. You know, he's equipped you with exactly what it is you need to fulfill your purpose. And so now it's about really changing your perspective and focusing on what that purpose is and walking in it. With M, we have Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Listen to the comfort provided uh, for those of us who have experienced not having a father. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. God has a purpose for us. Even when our fathers weren't around, he found a way to make it work out for our good. Absolutely. So there are so many of us that are dealing with you know, that the missing place, Matt, at the table of, you know, for our fathers, earthly fathers. And I continue to say earthly fathers. We continue to say earthly fathers because God is so good that he is our father, the ultimate father. And he gives us the Holy Spirit to comfort us. And so, again, he's thought of everything that we could possibly face and solves for it. So we really want to make sure that First of all, we always say that there is no condemnation here. Um, we, we are all living this life out and we've all fallen short in, in various areas. So we encourage going back to the first segment that if you are a father who just, you know, maybe you were younger and you just didn't have an example. You, you just made mistakes and you haven't been able to get back on the right track with your children. We encourage you to you know, today, begin to pray. I'm going to ask God for the words, ask God for what you need to do and say to reconnect to your children. Um, It's children are such a blessing. And um, we do believe that with prayer, the Lord can really soften their hearts. If you've tried before and it has been unsuccessful, I, you know, pray, we will be in prayer for patience and understanding. um, So those relationships can be be mended. Um, so that's on the father's side. Again, no condemnation. 
Um, you know, there's always talk about deadbeat dads and all this other stuff, all this negativity. But at the end of the day, you are the father. No one can replace that as an earthly father. Um, but you can also have been in a situation where you have stepped away from your post. But if you're still breathing, there's always an opportunity to, for you to walk back and hold a line as a father to your children. So we encourage you to do that. Um, and then the second segment here, AIM, we talked about acceptance, making sure that we're looking in healthy places for that acceptance, um, being intentional about building that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, no one else can replace that. Even if you have a relationship with your father, without that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, you're still at a disadvantage. You're still going to be looking and searching. So we encourage you to be intentional about building and fulfilling that that need in your life. And then the M and aim is is meaningful. There's still an opportunity to walk in your purpose. Listen to the word of the Lord as we close. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. And I will say this uh, before we close. There have been wives that I've spoken to whose husbands don't have an earthly father. And they have children. They have sons or a son. And that relationship with the father and son is a bit stressed. Um, and, and the wives are concerned about that interaction and you know, concerned about their husbands not having that example. I'll say this. Um, I know Binochi said that, that, you know, fathers are to provide the instructional piece. Um, but, you know, godly fathers, right? I think that's important to distinguish because, you know, we certainly know people who've had fathers in their lives who have been destructive in their overall, you know, upbringing. So if you're a wife and you have a concern about your husband and then the relationship that is beginning to form with your son, um, I would encourage you to fast and pray about that relationship that um, the Lord will continue to and your, your husband will continue to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit about the best way to rear the son. Um we don't know as wives what it means to grow up in this world as men. Um, only our husbands know that. And so we have to to also keep that in mind. But I, I would really encourage wives to pray. If you are concerned about that relationship, continue to pray and the Lord will give you the peace and comfort that you need. And also any um, any strife that's going on between the son and your husband that you know that the peace will begin to overrule and a healthy relationship will uh, be the result of that and so here's another thing in our last episode we talked about uh, giving away a $75 gift card and we want to roll that into this um, episode we didn't have any couples to um, 
put the episode, the last episode that we, we recorded onto their social media Facebook page. And so again, we're going to give the opportunity with this episode. The name of the episode is No Father's Day. And so be on the lookout for that on our Facebook page, which is Roger That Management Group, LLC. And so what you want to do is find this episode and then share it on your Facebook page. And whoever gets the most likes in a week's time, we're going to uh, reach out to you so we can give you that, that 75 dollar gift card. So we're we're just kind of itching to give it away. I, I've never like experienced people not wanting to, to get some some money. But hey, you know, it, it's anybody if you listen in, do the shares. And if you have the most shares, we'll definitely get this card to you. So again, good luck and if you have the most shares or the most likes. The most likes. Yep. Good point. Sorry about that. The most likes. So again, we enjoyed our time chatting with you guys. Um, Very relevant topic. If you want to write in, if you have any comments or suggestions that you also have for um, subsequent episodes, any topics that you want us to cover, just reach out to us on our Facebook page as well and send us a message and we'll be glad to consider whatever topics that you might be interested in us doing. So. Um, Again, we're about to sign off and we always enjoy our time together. Until next time, you guys be blessed.